Hey guys, this is Kylie. And I'm Riley, and this is KR Rewind. Hello, Riley. How are you today? Oh, I'm good, Kylie. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Always a good day when we can get in the recording studio. I know, and it's nice out, which kind of makes me a little jealous that our recording studio is inside. It'd be great if we have like an outside recording studio, but then, you know, we might hear some birds chirping and... The nice sounds of nature. I know. You know what? That reminds me. I was taking a hike last weekend. Right. And I walked by uh, two little kids. And you know, kids these days, they're always on their phones, right? Right. Now, this little girl in particular, she's probably like maybe eight or nine years old. She was making bird noises out into the wilderness. (laughs) And the birds were responding back to her. That's awesome. It, It was the cutest thing ever. That's awesome. It was awesome. So what are we talking about today, Kylie? I think today we're talking a little bit about St. Patrick. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. March yeah, when 17th. we when we post this, it will be St. Patrick's yes. Day. So happy St. Patrick's Day. Yes, happy St. Patrick's Day. Are you all drinking green beer? I hope I you mean, are. I know I am. Sit down with a green beer in your hand mm. and just have mm. a good time. Sounds good to me. Have some <laughs> sauerkraut, some Yeah. What do they eat? Sausages a lot, I think. Corned beef. Yeah, corned beef. <laughs> corned beef and kraut go get you some with Woo! green beer. St. Patrick's Day is celebrating the patron saint, St. Patrick. Um, and the misconception is he actually didn't originate from Ireland. Oh. So St. Pat was born in Roman Britain in the late 4th century. And he was kidnapped at the age of 16, where he was then taken to Ireland as a slave. Oh. Yeah, a lot of people probably don't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting. So by 1430 AC, St. Pat escaped his slaveholders, um, but he then later returned back to Ireland, converting Irishmen to Christianity. So it's kind of interesting in that he went back to the native lands where he was held as a slave to then... Really, I mean, the, the Irish were who enslaved him, and he went back um, and spread the word of Christianity. So kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so by March 17th, um, 461, that's when St. Patrick died. So St. Okay. Patrick's Day is the date of his death. Um, and by the time of his death, he was recognized by many in the community, um, he had created many monasteries, churches, and schools, um, and he became a legend to uh, the Irish people. So that's a little bit about St. Patrick himself. Um, now we're going to kind of go into the tradition of St. Patrick's Day. So traditionally, St. Patrick's Day was a holy religious holiday celebrated by the people of Ireland. It wasn't until the immigrants that settled in the Americas that the day became more of a secular holiday and it more so celebrated Irish culture. So as this day kind of evolved, it was a pretty religious holiday for the Irish people. And then as we move back um, into today, it's more of like a cultural celebration. So... Taking it back to America, uh, the United States actually celebrates St. Patrick's Day more so than Ireland, which I think is interesting. 
Um, don't get me wrong, the Irish people love this day, and they're celebrating too, but it's a big-time holiday uh, in America, which is interesting. Americans love their beer. What can we Yeah, say? I know. I think, hey, for me, well, actually, I am Irish. So, yeah, I'm a little bit Irish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, my first and last name are Irish, and you know what? I don't, <laughs> I celebrate it for the beer. So, <laughs> I think that's why a lot of people do, you know, it's kind of an excuse to just go out and yeah, drink and in some ways celebrate the culture, but yep. in yep. most ways it's just a f- fun holiday, exactly. I guess. Exactly. So, going back um with St. Patrick's Day and the United States, Boston held its first St. Patrick's Day celebration in 1737 followed by New York in 1762. Um, So it really caught on pretty early here in the States. St. Patrick's Day is Ireland's version of Lent. So when St. Patrick's Day occurs, Lenten probations are lifted against the consumption of meat, and people dance, drink, and feast. So kind of like what we see with Mardi Gras in America, everyone, Fat Tuesday, everyone goes out on the streets yeah. and drinks and eats and gets uber wasted. That's exactly what St. Patrick's <laughs> Day is. So it's Makes it's their sense. version of Mardi Gras. Um, and I think this is interesting. The four-leaf clover associated with St. Patrick's Day, um, that that is native. The clover is native to Ireland, but it's also a symbol of the Holy Trinity. So the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So I, I didn't know that. Oh, which is super interesting because a lot of people kind of attribute the four-leaf clover mm-hmm. with, like, luck and sure. all of that to St. Patrick's Day. But in reality, it, it is the three-leaf clover for the Holy Trinity, which yes. I didn't know. Yeah, I know. Interesting, Because I've, right? always, I've always kind of assumed more of, like, oh, the four-leaf clover because sure. it's, like, lucky. Yeah. It's a lucky day because, like, leprechauns and gold. Exactly. And, and then you're but thinking no, of lucky false. charms. Exactly. I, I could take a bowl of that. Leprechaun. But that's not... That's not true at all. No. That's super interesting. I know, right? When the Great Potato Famine hit Ireland in 1845, close to one million poor Irish uh, citizens began pouring into America to escape starvation. So we saw a huge influx of Irish people coming into America. Therefore, we had a lot of population that was Irish. So this is when we started to see uh, this holiday kind of come into play in the Americas. Um, and and we we mistreated the Irish people very poorly. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talk about our history of enslavery in this country, um, and a lot of people don't think that there is multiple people affected by that. Yeah, the Irish were very affected. Yeah, and so in the beginning, um, the Irish were treated very, very poorly. Indentured servitude. Yeah, they weren't um, actually slaves, but like you said, um, they were kind of forced into very menial work where they were not treated properly at all. So in the very beginning, they were very suppressed. Um, They didn't celebrate their heritage very much. But um, as time goes on, the Irish people gated a or gained, excuse me, a lot of um, political input just because there's such a large population of them. Um, so when they gathered in groupings and got got behind some politics, um, the Irish were eventually accepted um, into the American community. So that's kind of when you start to see uh, people openly celebrating Irish culture. So in 1948, Harry S. Truman the president of the United States, if those of you who don't know Harry S. Truman. Um, Donald Truman. Yeah. 
He attended the New York St. Patrick's Day celebration to stand up towards Irish discrimination, which is kind of cool. So he went down, had a few beers, said, hey, what's up to everyone? Um, and they, they had a good time. So uh, especially in 1948, you still saw a lot of people who weren't accepting of other cultures. So that was a big step to have him there. Um, Chicago has a very big celebration each year. Uh, every year since 1962, they have dyed the Chicago River green for St. Patrick's Day. So if you ever find yourself in Chicago on St. Pat's Day, go check out the river. It's dyed green. That's pretty cool. I've never seen it, but I think that'd be super cool to see. Right? I agree. Uh, among some of the other countries that celebrate St. Patrick's Day, uh, the United States, Canada, Australia, Ireland, of course, Japan, Singapore, and Russia. Um, again, when the potato famine hit uh, Ireland, you saw a lot of people um, flee the country in droves. So they went and uh, migrated to all these other countries, which same thing in America. They then um, took stronghold in some of these areas, and that's why other countries celebrate St. Patrick's Day as well. Hmm. So today, nearly one million people take part in the St. Patrick's Day uh, Festival in Dublin, Ireland. Um, a lot of people like to travel there each year just to... It's kind of like a pilgrimage of sorts. People gather in the streets of Dublin and kind of hang out. But ironically enough, um, America really likes themselves some St. Patrick's Day they celebrations. Do. So uh, if you want to go to some crazy celebrations here, Boston and New York definitely have among the biggest celebrations in the country. But if you go to any major city, really any town, there's going to be a St. Patrick's Day celebration. Yeah, I mean, in our hometown, we have parades. You go mm -hmm. to any little pub or bar, they've got specials, green beer for yep. sale and all, all these specials and special food. And, you know, we're from smaller town Kansas, and yeah. we still do that, that yeah. kind of stuff. So really... No matter where you go, somewhere is doing something exactly. for St. Patrick's Day. So it's just kind of interesting. That's that's what St. Patrick's Day is all about. It's evolved for sure since St. Patrick's death. Um, it started as a very religious uh, Christian holiday, um, and now it's it's more so a cultural thing. Yeah. Um, but kind of interesting to study how that that occurred throughout time and and how we celebrate it today. Yeah, and. What's super interesting and what we what might be really interesting for all of you to look into is why it might have changed so much. You know, why did it turn from such a religious holiday into a holiday that's all about drinking beer and leprechauns mm -hmm. and the gold at the end of the rainbow? The rainbow. And if I had to guess, uh, since uh, a lot of people were probably not accepting of the Irish culture, um, same with if you weren't within the Christianity. Ah, within the Christianity religion, um, that probably got lost and distorted as well. But it is very interesting to see it yeah. kind of morph into more of a, a Mardi Gras, which makes sense because yeah. it's uh, it's kind of a thing revolving Lent. But yeah, very interesting. And you can watch that happen with a bunch of holidays. Mm -hmm. I mean, it turns from something super like religiously significant into something that for really sure isn't much about religion at all. For and sure, it's super I mean, interesting. The same thing can be said about Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, th that used to be, honestly, Christmas Day wasn't as big of a deal 
Um, no. Back in time, I mean, yes, it was celebrated, but it was more of a religious holy day. Yeah, and now and way it's way back lost. then, it was like a, a pagan holiday mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we just turned into something else, and now it's like, you know, you don't necessarily know what is true about Christmas. Sure. Sure, and yeah. Now, jolly old St. Nick, we get presents, fill stocking, reindeer, Santa. Sure do. And I love love it. I love it. I adore Christmas. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, go drink a beer. (laughs) Go have a pretzel. Go watch a parade. Um, Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Make sure to follow us on our social media accounts. At KNR underscore rewind on Instagram and Twitter and you can email us at k and r history rewind at gmail.com yeah and as always just let us know if you'd like us to cover a particular topic yeah we'd, we'd love, love to hear to from hear you guys yeah, yeah definitely right, thanks for tuning in yeah thanks guys bye bye, bye.